okay good morning uh you're welcome to the very first episode of first ladies hour as uh popularly called olori's hour or you can also say the lolo's hour <laughs> and today i will not be doing this alone i'll be co-hosting the show with my sister my friend even though we just finished settling our fights <laughs> that does not have any reason or hair see fight don't need to have reason or head. i'm telling you that as you are, life is not balanced <laughs> so if you fight you fight you set yourself you said so okay so we'll, she would actually introduce herself she she's a whole lot of things like anything you can think of well no not everything but let her do that herself. Oh yeah, babe. I'm not everything, no. Okay. I'm many things, but not everything. If you oh. say everything, nah, you call me that. I come and clean your house. I will not clean your house. <laughs> I don't have power to clean your house. So I cannot oh. be everything. Okay. Well, I can say that I'm a great presenter. Mm-hmm. I'm a voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. I'm bring something. Let me market for you. I will market it. Yeah, I remember how you market. Yeah. You did that marketing stuff for me at uh, Afro Street Festival. My yogurt. <laughs> sharp, sharp. I went to Afro Festival with her. Sharp, sharp. I took the mic from Spice TV. It not concerned you. Only me just gonna take mic. Yeah, it's I don't pain. know why you are doing the job that you're doing, but I just feel you should be in the marketing team. I know. It's just that sometimes follow your dreams. The calling of Nigeria. Don't worry. It's, we will talk about this dream issue very soon about how you go to school to study something and then you come out from out of school and then you're studying something else you are working on that first you know i don't understand it's so but don't forget you've not introduced yourself anyways i know that we went off track which was wrong My no name. it's fun I, I beg everybody needs uh, parastamol uh, please continue my name is orisha Juremisa. Anita Ashedosa. Popularly known as Anita or Drew or J. <laughs> Any name. See, see, just throw the name I'll collect it. I don't have power to argue a name again. Ah, now you sabi. So, so far, I hear my name I can't say. Okay, so babe. This is okay, let's be serious. Like let's 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 live fun and laughter. And let's come to like the real deal. On Twitter, and I'm sure of late you would have been hearing of a whole lot of rape incidents. So today we'll be talking about rape in our society and especially in this millennial century like we are in. And the rate at which rape cases come out, one, two, the way it's been handled, three, the way the society handles it, and for the impact it leaves on the victims okay. so yes yeah, so those are the things we'll, we'll be talking about so i want you to tell me like what's up with this whole rape thing i don't think rape just started though because i, I read a tweet where one guy was like saying um it's rampant now because our parents do not train the new generation men very well hmm. and i'm like rape started a very long time ago but yeah. the fact that there was no social media to let everybody know no. that somebody is raping somebody in a certain place. Hmm. That is the thing. Like, I remember when I was in 200 level, there was okay. a particular madman in my school in Abraka. 
he was busy raping girls, students. At mm. any time he finds them, he rapes them. There was one girl who had gotten pregnant at that time, then she killed herself. Wow. Because she couldn't find herself having a baby for a mad person. Wow. And one other person who was raped in this case, mm-hmm. she was stigmatized to the extent that she had to leave school because everywhere she goes, like, people are like, Nana get a mad man Monday rape that day. Hmm. And I feel like. So it leaves a whole lot of stigmatization on the victims. It leaves pain, hmm. trauma, hmm. tears that you cannot even think of. Like you keep crying. But the thing is, most people say, is it not sex? It's not just sex. Okay. When you rape somebody, a certain amount of trauma enters that person's head because of the violence involved involved and there's no emotion whenever it comes to sex for the other the girl because she feels like what does he want apart from just entering the pan and somebody has done that and taking my innocence when you rape a child or a person whether Mm -hmm. it's someone that's already struggling before Mm -hmm. you take that person's innocence forget that the person is not a virgin okay tearing that person how would I explain it? For a man, it would be harder because when I heard recently about this somebody raping a 22-year-old girl, a 19-year-old girl, I was talking to one of my colleagues, a male colleague, okay. and he was like, it's not better for me to be raped than for you to die in the process. I'm like... Hmm. That's insensitive. I don't get it because somebody is... Okay, let me use my story, for example. Okay, so basically... You were once raped. Basically. Okay. I was five. I went to Agor to meet my aunt. My mom, me, my and my brother went to Agor together to meet my aunt. And my aunt's stepson, who was way older than me, was talking to me. And as a child, you wouldn't know what was going sure. on. Sure. So I just like didn't answer him. Then I went further. Like I told I remember reading Prim Premier. It's Prim Premier. Prim Premier. I was small, but I can remember something like that. You will see. Up, up, we go. go up, we go. I go, go up. up. I remember <laughs> okay, it very let's well. be serious. All right. And he looked at me and said, he talked to his sister and said, see your life. This girl is reading better than you. And mm. you can't read at all. And his sister felt sad. I felt good because... My mom and my dad really praised me. So for someone else to praise me, it felt it so felt good. It had a good feeling. Feeling. Yeah. So he said I should come and take sweets. Hmm. My mom had gone to the market with her sister, so I just went as a child. Sweets. Is yeah, it's the thing. Something that you just got me, and I'm dear yeah. for it. Like I can talk about it now, but at a certain time of my life, it was really crazy. Hmm. I didn't want to talk about it. Okay. Thank God for my parents, too. So basically, he took me to the back of the house, the chair, sorry, and he brought out his what my mom trained me as that time as granote. Hmm. It was not called pennies like we call it now. My mom had already told me it's either pen, it's called granote or carrot. My brother had it, so that's what I call it. And he, his was different from my brother's room because it was so big, and he was trying to press it in. Hmm. And I was like, what are you doing? It's like, no, just stay still. And the force was getting too much. Hmm. 
and it was it was he kept on pressing so tight and he was pushing me to the chair and as a child a 17 year old and a five year old he was pressing me so there was no way i could escape from this person hmm. well i knew like i was taught that everything that happens to you yes you go straight to your mother and yeah. report so i went straight to my mom hmm. i reported to my mom it didn't take two days my aunt and my mom had a huge argument my mom took me back we went back to lagos and i never chilled went there alone on my own the only time i went there was when my sister was born and when she was born my mom was like eagle's eye on my head yeah like after that time even when my sister was born they were so eagle eye on me and my sister and we didn't even just spend to ensure that it doesn't repeat itself so we didn't even spend up to a week and we're back home mm. like but my mom put this notion in my head you are still a virgin just because somebody touched you doesn't make you different so mm. when people ask me when I was growing up, I'm like, yeah, I'm still a virgin. Mm. But I realized that when I had a relationship, I didn't want it to happen. Like mm. anytime the person touched me, I felt different. Like I hear my friends say, so when he touches me on my neck and kisses me, I'm like, oh, I still speak in Jesus. I'm able to touch me on my neck. I'm like, so what the hell? What are you doing here? And you're like. Don't you have feelings? And he touches, walks his hands on my leg, and I'm like. So it's like your emotions were practically like, gone. It was killed at that time. Even hmm. though my parents had used another language to like cover it up. Because that, I, I, I think that's I what our parents emotion. do. They most times cover things up for us, thinking they are giving us a better future. But I don't have an emotion towards any guy. Like you can be a guy and you can be raving stuck naked and woke up and down. Nothing shake me. Hmm. Like I had times where I watched porn with my secondary school mates and they are all like, oh something is happening. And I'm like, I don't get what's happening. So it means at that particular moment when you were raped your emotions i think i i i won't say i was raped i i, I think every girl has gone through being raped but not raped at one certain time of their life yeah because i think i was about that age five and um i remember we our landlady olubawali to be precise just in case anybody gets to hear this um we went she was into um, these sugar granuts that they use sugar to make. I know that. Too. So, my parents were very possessive in terms of don't go out. If my parents are going out, they lock the door. Once they are around, they open the door for us to like go. And I would say I was sexually active at a very tender age. At a very tender age. So, this guy who is the houseboy. Kinsley, I can never forget his name. Kinsley was, um, will I say, um, just helping out myself and my elders that were helping out. Sorry, were helping out in making the sugar granules. And that day, Auntie Ido, who was the house girl at that time, told us to. Um, carry the told me in particular to carry the tray of sugar granuts made into the dining to the dining room. I was happy because obviously 
I will steal sugar granite. So I, I took the sugar granite and then I dropped it on the dining table. And I remember Kingsley telling me that I should go pick something in grandma's room. Innocently. I can't even forget the dress I wore. I wore a, a, a white gown with purple, purple design on it. It had a, an open V in front and then a slit at the side. I can never forget that day. And then I went to grandma's room. After going to grandma's room, grandma's room smells with Gary because grandma used to make Gary, Gary at that time. And then she had stacks of Gary at, um, at the wall where the window is. And then there's a door, the door, as you're opening the door, you see grandma's bed on the left. You see where she packs her Gary on the right. And so he told, he came into the room and closed the door. As he closed the door, I was scared. And then this dude carried me from the floor, put me on the bed, and it was huge. Come on, what will a five-year-old girl or a six-year-old girl at that time do? And then he laid on me and brought out his manhood. And that was like the first time I would see what it looks like. And then um, after a while, we were there and uh, it was like I should keep quiet that if I tell anyone that if I tell anybody about it that he's going to kill me and then he brought out a knife so at that moment he has instilled fear into me and then I was still wondering what, what is going on and then lo and behold grandma called his name Kinsley three times and that was how I was free but before he left he gave me 50 kobo to keep quiet and so I picked the 50 kobo and ran upstairs but the problem was my mom must not see me with 50 kobo because it means I stole her money so I went out, went to buy sweet alagbo, that's coconut sweet, and shared it with my elder sister. And that was how I took, I kept quiet. But at that moment, there was this hatred. There was this annoyance I had. And then this fear at the same time with this guy. And after two weeks, the guy left. Up till today, I don't know how he looks like. I, I, can't, I know he's a little bit light, but I can't really place his face. But I grew up with that hatred of guys. And I'd always wanted to, you know, do better, compete with guys. Like I'd always had, had it that if a guy can try to bring you down, you can always show them that you are better off. That's the thing. It puts a certain impact in or in us that people don't know about. Like mm. if you're a guy in my in my office, you need to know that when they're, they're talking, like Anita, mellow down. I do mellow down. I can mellow down when the girl is talking. I'm like, mm, it's fine. But when it's a guy, I'm always like, no, you can't talk to like that. You can't do this. You can't do that. And they're like, why are you always raising your voice when it's a guy? I'm like, you won't get the fact that you guys have belittled me at a certain time of my life hmm. and i feel like now that i have a voice yeah i want that voice to be heard true hmm. sure. and one thing i've come to realize that is that most of this rape 
is common with family members. True. Family Our members. Family members, houseboys, are always like that. Even no, let's not even restrict the whole set to family members. Every child is born differently. Mm. You give it to a male child and you give it to a female child. The upbringing of these two set of people is totally different. Why? Because the female child is exposed to so many things. You mean the female? Yes, the female okay. child. She's standing at the ATM queue. One man that did not think straight will take his dick and come closer. <laughs> Why are you coming closer? Did we call you? No. You go to a party with your friends that you should be free to do whatever you want to do. And the boy pings you to the wall and he says, I like you. And he expects you to say, I like you too. Uncle, I don't like you. It's, it's, it's messed up. Then you now tell the boy, No, I'm not interested. He might say, Hey, hey, hey come off it. I'm sure you mean yes. Our no certainly means no. Hmm. But boys don't get that fact. So are you saying that our parents didn't teach them to understand the difference between when someone says no is no and you respect it? Our parents had covered everything up. So they felt there was no use to tell them that when a girl says no, it means no. Hmm. That's what they felt. Why should I tell my son that when a girl says no, it means no? When I've covered the track of others or when I don't have a a female child? Hmm. Or where I'm standing stigmatizing this one for not training her own child and not looking at my own child while I am doing that. Hmm. I, I I also feel that everything has to do with the way a manner our parents train our sons. Most times they say the female should be taught well. A female should be this. More expectation is placed on the female yes because the female normally is not regarded as a child yeah she does not carry the man's name name she goes to another family and marry mm. so now when she goes to another family she has to reflect our family so they put pressure on her to be able to reflect a good family so but the man is not going anywhere mm. instead there's another female that's coming to the house to so the, it's more like a possession so you possess the, the female it's on us but you you dare not say it's on us because they feel like they're still the head yeah and and that's why sometimes they feel that sense of ownership i own you you can't say no my you it's not possible you i hear own you. people when they're married to a girl and they want to have sex with a woman they're like i've paid your bride price yes you paid my bride but doesn't mean i don't have self-dignity and a right to say no Hmm. I have a right to do those things. Hmm. I should be a female child who can walk on the streets. I should not be sold out at 10 and be forced by my husband that I'm sold to or raped by my husband that I've been sold to at this age 10. And you look at my husband, he's like 70 something. No. I should not live in fear every day of my life. I should be able to walk freely on the streets hmm. without trying to cover myself. I should be able to wear things that I feel like I like them. Things that I feel like I am comfortable in Okay, so basically you're saying dressing should not be a criteria for rape. Yes, because one of the lawmakers recently said that our dressing 
is what makes men repos. So it means men are not taught self-control. So we are taught self-control. Yes, we are. But they are not taught self-control. So it still boils down to home training. Yes, it does. At the same time, somebody told me that, um, you know that when you wake up in the morning, nothing wakes up with you. You don't have anything that wakes up with you. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> if, if your dick wakes up in the morning, knock it down. Like, I have a brother. He wakes up in the morning, growing up, and his dick is standing up and he wants to pee. What do we do? My mommy sings, I'm in peace. He goes back down and he walks away. My mom has the same, my brother, like when my brother's stuff stands up at that when he was small. Like, this boy, you go like Umano. Hmm. Those are not things to say to a child, but to her, it's a joke. Hmm. You get it. Yeah, it's just a fun thing to say. Or sometimes she says, "You have a 23-year-old body and a 75-year-old man's dick." When you are married, I'll tell the girl, "You go wundo, you go wundo, my baby." Like, I don't get it. If somebody is telling your daughter, "You go wundo," will you be smiling? Like our parents tell us say things out of joke then when that thing is it's been based on their own child they're like no 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 that's my daughter don't do that to when you think Tell. of your son doing yeah. it to somebody else's child so there has been a whole lot of mistakes our parents have carelessly thrown out without knowing that they are hmm. throwing it out on the world and now it's now it's now coming back you know, after training your daughter very well and neglecting your sons, now your sons are now turning their backs to devour the, the lovely good ones that you've made. Wow. Like that's, there's a scene my mom says, it says, when one tomato is spot in the basket, it will influence the other tomato to spoil. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot keep one rotting tomato and expect the others to be smiling and be good. Mm-hmm. There's always Isha in a basket of tomatoes. Mm. And it's just not one Isha. You see, plenty Isha. I don't know the English name. Okay, so basically, how do we now bring it to the fact that our generation is now careless? Because sometimes when I read comments, I, I, I could practically say that for a while, I've been following all different rape cases I've been following on series of comments I hear from people and it's disheartening like you hear and what was she doing and yes. you know those kind of things pisses me off so are you not trying to tell me that I don't have right to be somewhere okay for instance I had an issue in my office and I was I practically got scared because now in Nigeria different rape cases no culprit found i don't want to be a victim because i have been close even while grown i've had a case of a friend of mine and i will say his name his name is jack and i know most of my calf fellow students will know him he invited me to be um um to join uh, this team of electoral committee those people for elections last year this is last year february before um 
the um, election came up and then he told me that I should um, well before then let me like digress a bit we went to the same school together and he kind of liked me I didn't like him because he was a proud ass and I don't do proud ass I do matured guys and um, he was just a, a bitch the son of a bitch and he had it in his head that he asked me out and was expecting it was like Lakey I'm asking you out and I'm like I am not interested in the relationship I don't want it and was like for all he cares he's dating me that is a problem I just practically told you I am not interested respect my decision or respect my 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 words but he didn't so he had it in his mind that we were dating and so I kind of cut him off where when I see him pass here I pass somewhere else he calls me I don't peek so when um, I don't got to know that my own roommate at that time who has become a very good sister they went to the same school and then he got to know I was like oh you are if his friend if he I'm asking your friend out she does not want to answer you know all those kind of rubbish rubbish thing and uh, I I didn't give a f- I didn't give an f about it so he now got to know that I was in Portacourt well back in school days have gone I think that was 2016 when I finished and then we kind of recon- he tried chatting up with me on WhatsApp on Facebook and then I didn't still give him a chance when I moved down to Portacourt he got to know I was in Portacourt he tried to see me and the annoying thing was he was always saying Licky come and see me Licky come and see me and in my head I was like now man they find woman not be woman they find man so why are you always saying I should come and see you nigga leave your place and come and find me if you know that I'm that important to you leave your comfort zone to come and find me I'm not going to come look for you so he knew that I was not in for those kind of unnecessary movement or necessary scene and then he just came up with I'm a hustler I work for my money I work day and night I remember working 8 to 9 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. as a customer care attendant in a restaurant so it wasn't easy for me I couldn't go out I work um, Tuesdays to Sundays I have Mondays to myself now you're saying I should come out Monday I am freaking tired I work 8 to 9 Tuesdays to Sundays and now you're expecting me to come and see you I can't do that so when he came up with oh this um, um, there's an outlet to work for um, um, what are they calling them this app girl whatever they call them SP I don't know how they call that party so and they were to pay 50,000 Licky, are you interested I was like oh nice business of course I'm up for it so he told me he wants to invite me for the work and I was like okay no problem I don't mind I traveled listen now I traveled from Portacot to um, Abonima I have never been there and the, the impression he gave me was it's not far once you get to Choba just enter a car you will get to Abonima that was what he, saw, he told me and then I left and I traveled Abonima is I entered the vehicle and it was going to two hours I had to call the guy hello brother 
what is going on this place looks like are you sure i'm not being kidnapped because i don't have any family here in portacourt so where would i tell them i went to nobody knows that i've left anywhere i stay alone so you don't expect that i would give an information to you know my family or someone and then he said oh no you are fine it's not far it's not far i ended up getting i left portacourt four o'clock because i was thinking okay by five or by six i'll get to where i was going to i got to abonima past seven and then i was like nigga i'm here to drop my passport my international passport and stamp make the stamping and go back to portacourt and guess what the guy said ah you can't go home this night though i said why i would take vehicle he said no vehicle stop working by 6 30. I said, so you know that vehicle stopped working by 6.30 and you told me that where by 4 o'clock I can come, do what I have to come, do, do what I have to do and go back. So it means it was all planned. And then when I was sitting down, when I started um, looking at what happened, for God's sake, I went voluntarily. Because, you know, most of the comments they say, say what, what was she going there to do? Who sent her? What, why why she go there at an awkward time? For God's sake, I didn't even go there with the mind that something like that could happen. I went there because I needed the job. And as at that time, my mom was not feeling fine. And I needed the money. I needed other ways to gather enough money to send home for my mom. And so when I got the opportunity that I will be paid 50000 to do a work for of two days, I jumped at it. And that's why I, I feel the rate at which people jump, judge or people, people just conclude, it's not fair. So I went to his house. I actually signed all the documents and we were all good. And then the next thing the guy said, Nikki, so you have been running away from me. Now I've caught you today. He said that. And in my mind, I was like, caught you. How? And is that how they caught people? <laughs> and then he was like, today. I go rape you. You see those all those boys where you they give yourself to. Today I will collect everything. I will rape you today. I was like, ah. I I was afraid because this is not small. It, it, this was not me five years like five years old. You are afraid. I am a drama queen. So so. If you no, listen. Funny enough, what now actually gave me peace of mind was the fact that his mom was in the house. So, you see that the madness some men have is on another level. What gave me the peace of mind was his mom was around. His mom was around and it was his father's house. And then the next thing this nigga would tell me was, I would rape you. And this guy brought out all his power. I said, guy, calm down. Why you won't force yourself on me now? No be no be sex. Hold on. Let me go and bath. Shebi, it's sex that is doing you. Don't worry. And then he was like, so you will give me like that. I said, what do I what what am I what what do I want to do? All you just need to do is ask me. When you ask me, you'll be fine. Then I will tell you if I'm going to do it or not. But I knew that he had more force than I did. Initially, I was struggling just to know his strength, but I realized that, man, this guy is, 
he's strong and he really meant everything like you could see the the hair on his body standing because it has been what he has always wanted i was like guy calm down why you can't they force this scene now nobody just ask ask me there's nothing i can do i'm just sleeping in your house and then i told him you say calm down let me take my bath when i take my bath we will come and do what we need to do abby and then he released me and what gave me that wisdom was my mom who was almost raped when she was young and she ran into the toilet and said she's not coming out she was there for like three hours and so i entered the bathroom i said jack if you like say you want to rape me you know if you rape me i locked myself in the toilet i said i will shout and scream until everybody in the neighborhood hears my voice i am not opening this door until an outsider comes outside or people gather to ask what is going on in your father's house. That was when he knew I was serious. And then he stormed out of the room. Immediately I was sure that he, he had gone. I just picked my bag and my shoe and I went downstairs outside. When I saw him come, I was like, what is your problem? Then I said, that one is your business. I did not sleep. I even had to call my ex. His name is Kelvin. I actually confided if I could mention his name when I get to talk about it. He said, yeah. He was the one I was talking to. I did not sleep. I did not sleep. He was in editorial board at that time. <laughs> I did not sleep. I did not sleep. I spoke to him till 5 o'clock and I was, um, I, can, I would say... I am very grateful to Kelvin because I did not want to sleep. This guy literally came around 3 o'clock to check if I was awake. I was awake with him on the phone talking. When it was 5, my dear, I did not even allow the day to shine in a place that I did not know. I picked my things. He was like, they don't go out like that in Potako, in Abonima. They will carry you. The river is not far away. They will carry you away. I said, I prefer to be carried away than to be raped by you. And I stomped out. Do you believe that after two weeks, this stupid boy still called me to tell me that he will still get me? So, his upbringing, if you can do that in the presence of your mother then men of these days are not properly brought up at all they are not but i want to find out what is the way forward to this thing because i feel hmm. like we should start talking to our the children the men that are coming up to make them realize that women are not just tools they are precious they're hmm. priceless hmm. so wait what do you suggest punishments if these guys are caught? Oh, what should be their punishment? If it was lame, good, bad me, nah, I have three options. One. Let us cut the penis. It is not useful. No, I'm so I swear. We even need reduction of children in the society. So if we cut the penis, no giving. But you know we don't have enough men in this society. <laughs> God created IVF. If you cannot afford it, let us end the case. Too much people. Population in Nigeria is even too much. <laughs> okay. We chop the penny. In front of the man, we use that fried dodo. We give it to eat. You will eat it. Fool, we eat it well for me to see. Mm. One. Two. Two. 
be 15 years imprisonment. What is 15 years? No, no, no. Okay. With hard labor. Ah. You're nice. Then your mother and your father will be in that gay and a family. One, one million naira per month. You know you cannot fend for you will so far. Okay, so me, basically, for those type of people, one, they should be electrocuted. They don't want being alive. Okay, so if that one is too high, I feel their manhood should be removed alongside with two legs. That's nice. No, they should, like, you I will like practically every, be useless. Every girl, woman, girl, lady, sister, if you give her the phone to ask her, have you ever been harassed before? There is no one. Whether they are wearing a hijab, whether they are wearing Maria Maka skirts, mm. whether they are wearing mini skirts, whether they are standing on the road, there is none of them that don't have a story to tell you about a man. But did you know? In one way or the other, in the workplace, mm-hmm. on the streets, mm-hmm. in an ATM, it's plan, like a general even thing. in a public bus. But do you know men too are being raped? Yes, I know. But the rate at which men are raped is not as much as they get. Ah, don't don't say that though. Because me, I feel most of guys, most of the guys, their virginity was taken by my sister's friends. Who oh, no, sisters? Anybody sisters? <laughs> no, but it's true. And the thing is, they they now make it feel like. After all, you are supposed to do it. And then when they even tell report the case, they will be like, uh uh-uh. uh. She man is not supposed to be agile in that. I just feel there should be a general punishment for all this nonsense. Both male or female. Both male or female. Because it's not fair. Taking away their innocence is heartless and cruel. That is why I had I some people say there is a form called consent form. But the way Konji does these days. You do have power to sans <laughs> No, I think I agree Funny with that story form. Is that I've never had congee, so I don't know how it feels. But the way I've heard story from people's congee sites, I know that's not a word, but the way people say the congee issue, it's like you know, it, you know, the thing is, it's 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 it can be crazy. I don't it can be crazy. Fine. Some people are moved to tears. But <laughs> some people are moved to tears. But I just feel there are better ways to, like, how will I put it? There are better ways to put yourself under control. I feel it can be controlled. That is if you have self control. And self control is very, very important. I think we youths of nowadays and men, women, should learn self control. Self control, yes, tolerance,yes,because if you can't tolerate yourself,all these things that are coming,your emotion,tolerate it,pack it,but it's going to hold it, tell it,I am here,I'm impatient enough to time yourself,you see the way they teach us these days,whether another coronavirus, they say, use happ
seriously reading books makes people's emotion rise Read, then read your Bible. You yeah. will sleep off. That's what I'm saying. If you know, if you cannot read your Bible, sing Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday is the most annoying song in this world because it never changes and it used to vex me. If you cannot do that one, my mom, whenever she, you cannot pr- sleep, what she does is read Psalm 23. Like keep reciting it. The Lord is my shepherd. You you know how Bible said they make you sleep. Yes. So if you keep saying the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want the Lord is my shepherd, then your homos will say better the Lord is seeing you. Hmm. Remember, the Lord can send thunder from heaven. Oh, probably sometimes hang out with friends because it is an idle. They say it an idle hand in the devil's workshop. Get busy, get involved with activities. If you can't do any other thing, go out, hang out. If hanging out is not is not suitable, get busy with your phone. Get write all the things you want to achieve in your life. Stick out all the ones you've achieved, and then see how you can better yourself. Or probably look for a business, a business to do. If a business is not going to do, then go kill yourself because it means you are not being useful to the world. So uh, be useful to yourself and the world rather than make girls who don't believe. Exactly. Keep your thing into your pocket. Stock it in. Zip the trousers. Or put a lock to it. I can borrow you money for <laughs> Anyways, that will be the end of today because some people are going for camping <laughs> starting from <laughs> 8 o'clock. <laughs> Sugar Bear, I feel your pain. I'm not going to camping. That is my weakness. <laughs> where are you not going to? I don't see where I'm going to. They are going to lock you. <laughs> my God is fighting my back. <laughs> it is well with you. It is well. I know one day we'll talk about it. Amen. Is a good God. Anyway, that's the end on. <laughs> that's going to be a wrap on First Lady's Hour. I hope you do enjoy this particular episode, and I know hopefully when she comes out from our camp we'll do another episode and next time i think i would prefer us to talk about um intimidations and intimidations and um possible um how do they how would i put it intimidations and and probably how to come out of it and please if this gets to a federal government official please if you are harassed in the workplace like your boss is telling your bum bum is big or something please we should put a fine so that we can be able to write letters or anonymous letters so that our bosses can also be dealt with exactly i think that's that's very good that i i i, I actually agree because it's rampant very rampant bosses want to keep people exactly so i think on our second episode when you come out would talk about intimidation and um possible way out but until then do stay tuned i remain your girl your lola your uluri your first lady bimileki jesuibi and anita signing out we love you and do have a lovely day ahead of you bye Thank you.